Should we have a disclaimer at the uh, <laughs> yeah, at the beginning is. of this? The views represented by TSD do not necessarily reflect the views held by Kafaru International. <laughs> Nate, sound clip that. Put it at the beginning. Welcome back to Kafaru Cast, everyone. We have two very special guests today. Some of the of our original guests from the beginning of the podcast. A controversial group of gentlemen. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we have TSD here, Tanner and Kyle. What's up, guys? What up? How's it going? So it's been a while. Last time you were here, uh, we were just saying you were, we were in the office back there and we were all crammed in there and got a little bit more official now. So yeah, yes. we're on like the 11th floor of a high rise. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can look down all the way down Colfax. It's pretty yeah. nice. <laughs> the eyes wide shut meetings, the floor above. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it feels a much more corporate feel now. You guys are really blowing up. <laughs> can can we pull that up, Jamie? Do you have that where, <laughs> yeah. where we were last time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So what do you guys went up to? You popped out a kid. I did. Well, I didn't, but my <laughs> fiance did. I uh, I popped one in her, and then she mm-hmm. popped it out. Sent it. Yep. Sent one deep, as Frank would say. <laughs> uh, so I've just been trying to be a dad, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. Five mm. months now. Kyle, are you a dad yet? Uh, no. Not that he knows Not of. Not that he knows of. <laughs> He's been sending it too, just <laughs> giving fake names. They've been dying and, on yeah. air exposure. So. <laughs> <laughs> dying on tissues. <laughs> oh, dead babies all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> dying in his toilet. <laughs> oh, Your shit. forearms have gotten much bigger since we've seen you last. <laughs> if you sit down in Kyle's shower, you will get pregnant. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, shit. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Shit. What do you want to talk about? I don't care. It doesn't really matter to me. I had a, I know what we can first talk about. Um, I recently, Frank, where were you? I had Josh Bomar on the podcast. Frank, yeah. where were you? I think I was in Idaho. Holy fuck balls. I did not realize what a shit show that would turn into. I, I get along with Josh. I mean, up front, I'll tell I, I like him. Holy fuck. I got a lot of hate mail from that. I'm like, I don't, he's, Seems like a good enough guy for me. I'm like, I, I get along with him. So that that popped up, and then the Make Hunting Great Again guy, I'm like, hey, dude, I'll get you on the podcast if you want to talk as, as well as you two. And then Copper Plated Sixes, I, I made a post somewhere where I'm like, look, just because everybody hates you two, that doesn't mean I'm going to fucking hate you two. Or if, if everybody hates Josh Bomar, if I get along with him, yeah, I'm it. not going to disown the fucking guy because you guys don't like him. But I was... There's a reason why people will hate you two, right? Or, oh, or yeah. making hunting great again. Or, or, or Yeah. But with Bomar, the hatred is at a fairly high level for certain people for a reason other than he's a douche. I'm not sure of. Nobody actually came up with something exactly. I'm assuming because of his mentality or photos he's posted or whatever, but... I, you know, I was, I was surprised. Have you guys, have you posted anything about him on your guys' page? We had one thing on there that was like a, it really wasn't probably Josh's fault. I just hate him because he's way better looking than me. <laughs> he does he's got really badass guy. muscles and shit. And so it's easy for me to hate him for that. And I think everybody can understand that. That's oh, totally absolutely. reasonable. But yeah, we had a uh, post about him a while There was back. like a, there was a fucking bad Photoshop job and it's probably not his fault. Oh, it, that wasn't Photoshop. I think it was, it was iPhone portrait mode or uh, whatever. Well, then we were discovered everything afterwards. Still hate you because you're better looking than me. <laughs> you're not off the hook for that, motherfucker. 
<laughs> you still have bigger boobies yeah, and you're very you defined. still probably have a bigger wiener than me. <laughs> but I have a kid, so. Yeah. I was going to say it works, right? Yeah, mine works. Confirmed uh, sex haver. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, good point. How much, uh, how much hate mail do you guys get on your posts? Because oh, everybody's got man. their own special sauce. Like, you just depends, man. Like, <laughs> there's some things that really get panties wadded up bad, like... VHA. Uh, VHA gets thing. things wadded up. Really, uh, the whole, what was that guy? The scrawny little shithead with the long hair. Oh, ah, uh, shit. Which one the, of you was the, drinking the BHA beer yesterday? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try it. in a trash can you had, somewhere. You had to try it. It was free to me. My sister grabbed it. She saw it in Montana okay. and got it as like a gag gift for me. <laughs> Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> and it... It is definitely a gag gift. It did not taste too good. Yeah. You gagged on Triple it. Triple IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get as much estrogen in the system as you possibly can. Um. Yes. Back to Aaron's question, it kind of just depends on whose uh, butt you're hurting. You know, you get like this whole deal with the uh, the Humane Society thing uh, and the Charles, what's that fucker's name? Post. Oh, the... Yeah, I think that's it. John, yeah, Chuck Post, Charles Post, right? Yeah, yeah. That got some panties pretty wadded up. Uh, yeah, that was a Sitka thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the, the, you know, teaming up against, uh, the well, they were teaming up with the Humane Society. Right, for uh, the Grizzlies. The shoot him with a camera guy. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, shit like that. Somehow got a lot of people riled up for, you know, you'd think that'd be pretty uh, one-sided if people are trying to not hunt things that you want to hunt we got a lot of hate mail for the going after Ranella. yeah yeah we lost a lot of followers over that we did lose a couple <laughs> hundred on that one because yeah. fuck them that's why <laughs> what'd no. you guys go after with Ranella? uh he got bought out by churning group which is a super liberal uh investment group i think they actually own barstool sports also now but um, then he, his excuse for selling out to him was that he wanted to bring his show to a new audience and try and swing some people over, which seemed kind of iffy to me. I would have respected a lot more if he's like, yeah, they cut me a big check and I'm a fan of big checks. I can relate to that. <laughs> Everybody likes big checks. Here's something I actually have to get a hold of, uh, if any of those guys will talk to me. So from what I heard initially from Ranella, um, his statement about the churning group is he held the majority shares or the control okay. the meat eater what i recently heard from a very reliable source is the churning group drew, group cut him a check i'm not going to say the number you a should. astronomically large check and they took over the um i guess the the voting majority however you want to put it mm -hmm. so they have control over the meat eater now because they dumped this big check have you guys all heard the same thing i heard that yeah. as well yeah. I would be interested to hear from Steve. Steve and I aren't friends, but Cal and I are. At least we were friends. I don't know if we are now. Um, <laughs> uh, to, to see what they have to say ab about that or if that's true. I don't have any issue with the meat eater. I do get tired of people asking me if I ate the wolf. I didn't fucking eat the wolf. Nobody eats wolves. That's I blame that on the meat eater. That's how AIDS was started. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Wolverines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe so. Yeah. That was the first thing. I like. I shot that. I posted a photo. Did you eat the Wolverine? I'm like, no, no, no I didn't even think you about eating eat the Wolverine. Wolverines. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, coyotes. Well, I'm thinking, I trapped a bunch of mouse in my house. I didn't eat those fucking mice. Yeah. Did you eat mice? Like, 
No, I didn't eat the Wolverine. If you call an exterminator and you pay someone to eat, kill the fucking raccoons in the wall of your house, did you ask the exterminator for the <laughs> raccoons to eat them? Or does the exterminator eat them? Yeah, or is he an asshole because he didn't eat the raccoons? <laughs> Do you eat prairie dogs? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's crazy. You're supposed to eat, like, if you go shoot marmots in Colorado. You're supposed to eat them. Kyle and I always eat marmots, just <laughs> for the record. If you can find enough pieces to scrape up and get on the skillet, you, they're just uh, to fucking, die for. I, I Patrick, have eaten marmots. Patrick likes marmot i've eaten i ate marmot with patrick twice and i ate one on my own uh to try to lengthen my hunt if you're going to eat a marmot shoot a small one the big ones do not taste good <laughs> but i'll just smell, eat fish man. oh yeah. fuck it was not good um, i just never shot one that i could like salvage enough shit to eat off of i guess <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah, kind of go jelly donut put on the you. elk rifles away for them yeah it we went on that uh backpack trip with with patrick during when marmots were in were in quote-unquote season and uh I was fucking happy he could not locate a marmot. Because <laughs> <laughs> we would have been having marmot for dinner. Here, Frank, you can have the ass. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I've Some never... Greasy-ass horse meat. What was that? Uh, Sherlock Holmes, where they're eating that uh, what groundhog goulash? And he's like, uh, when's the last time you had groundhog goulash? It's going to be Frank eating fucking marmot. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, he calls it high country fish and chips, doesn't he? Oh, Rocky man. Mountain fish and chips. Mm. It's yeah. not for me. Mm. Poop. Poo poo platter. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh Lord, it it is it is uh, you know the the three main pages would be copper plated. You guys and make hunting great again. As far as where a lot of the hatred flows through, um, you all kind of have your own spin. Like copper plated focuses on a lot of fisheries, yeah, booby chicks fishing and fake guides. I I think you know from yeah. what I follow along, making hunting great again is kind of all across the board. He he's you know whatever and 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 he um he kind of just steals our memes and then yeah some. <laughs> well i feel like your guys stuff is at least uh pretty intelligent i think uh, a lot of the other stuff i see out there is um a bit of a stretch at times yeah there's some stuff that is like is i think dumb. that some of these pages think they have to have content all the time so they just keep posting dumb shit and i'm like oh yeah, yeah they're pumping it, out a bunch oh, of shit yeah but I am going to put that in our bio now. Frank Peralta called us intelligent. <laughs> we, I would say we're like upper intelligence level tier memes. <laughs> you like can't just three, be any sweet memes. I don't know. Dick. I'm looking at one. And of a lot of them, are, you got to have some context. Sam's nuts of his... What the <laughs> hell is that? Buffalo. Okay, that yeah. That was during our... Uh, Frank was there for that one. That was during our antelope hunt turned uh, buffalo hunt. Oh, there's a, my, uh, my ex-partner. Mother. It was an experience. Tatanka. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one there. Yeah, you guys got some funny ones. TSD drunk yelling well, about folks killing two-year-old deer. Yeah, you guys yeah. are all right. <laughs> There's some funny ones on there. I know. It hit home, though, because I went and killed a three-year-old deer after I got my ass kicked trying to kill an old one. I'm uh, like, I'm going to end up on TSD. Well, we, we, we did. You got to pass. What I told Bam the other day is you just got to put this in your hashtag. I shoot rags. Yeah, <laughs> nobody can talk shit because yeah. you already know. You just You're own owning it. it. Yeah, yeah, you just own it. But we definitely like, didn't yeah, talk fucking rag about. Like, yeah, I know, right? Definitely didn't talk about putting you on TSD for that. We, we didn't would even never, cross our mind. Never consider. We would that. never do that. I tried super hard to kill an old one, and I just got my ass kicked. And then I, I went back in there, and it was funny because I was laughing. I was gonna text you guys and be like, hey. uh, if I shoot one of these, will you keep me off your page? It was the only fucking deer I could find. And I'm like, okay, this sucks. I'm going to have to shoot this thing. There's no more deer up here. And Mike Duplan, he didn't give me any shit, but he, we had him on the other day, and he was talking about you know shooting a two- or three-year-old deer. And uh, reality, I could have shot that probably beside the road. But I, I did get my full bargain of that hunt. I mean, 
we got 10, 12 days in the backcountry, multiple stocks. And then when I went back in there, I shot that. And I'd say that deer, don't laugh at me, means a lot to me because it was an ass kicker of a fucking hunt. And I ended up shooting it at like seven or eight yards. But I was going to text you guys to be funny and be like, hey, uh, I'm probably going to kill one of these. So uh, if you wear your hat backwards and, and make fun of me, I totally get it. Like, <laughs> I'll own it. I totally understand. Oh, fuck. No, fuck. I don't really, you know. Shit, we got our ass kicked in second season this year. I think it kind of depends where you go and shoot a two-year-old deer. Like, you know, Utah's had a lot of problems with deer management because they have so many fucking tags and people go and shoot these little young bucks and they're like, where the fuck are our mature deer at? I'm like, well, they would have been here like in four years, but they're dead <laughs> in your freezer. In Colorado, I think kind of going the same route, so that's Well, sucks. I was wondering when we had Mike on is when they're uh, planning out the quotas and stuff, are they plan? They're not necessarily, are they planning for quality mature deers no. deer or animals or are they planning for just numbers of animals are you talking about colorado well with any, all the tags? any of the states i wonder is it are they what we have heard in colorado and this is you know from a few different people i've heard this is that they're stepping tags up pretty much across the board at least in our part of the state in the central mountains because they want people to shoot older bucks to try to combat the spread of chronic wasting disease which I don't know That's if that makes sense. Crazy. So, yeah. Maybe Chris Rowe could opine on that, but uh, <laughs> he'd probably have a better idea than me, but that seems fucking nuts to me. Yeah, that didn't make seems like that's the same so end just, game. Either all your old deer are going to die from CWD or you're going to shoot them all. And right. End of the day, you're not going to have any of them either just, way. Yeah, but they're going to make money if you shoot them. Well, they have a lot of new trucks to buy, Tanner. Yeah. Okay? Well, if they wanted to do that, they should put at least a point restriction on, right? Like a, yeah, like a three-point buck or four point even a four-point would yeah. be. Yeah. It did good in Montana when they did that. I think. I think that would actually probably be the best would be a four-point restriction on on mule deer. It would seem like it would make a – Didn't it? it used to be know. two – like it had to be at least a four-corn. I, I almost say like I remember when that I was back in, in the day. The Army was the first – when I first got here from – when I came over from Korea, it was the first year there was a draw here. Um, and I think it was a fork and horn restriction at that time, but dude, that was like fucking 98 or something, 97, a long time ago, 98. Aaron 99. would probably have to hunt a little harder if there was a, if there was a point restriction. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, that's one of the things, cause guys, um, have messaged me about guys, shit you guys post. And I'm like, guys, I, I have thick skin, like. When I shot that deer, I was fully expected to get made fun of, so I don't mind. And I'm not going to use the recurve as an excuse to say, oh, I shot it because I have a recurve. It wouldn't fucking matter what weapon right. I had. That was what was there, so I could have had a That motherfucker a was going to die anyways. Yeah, I would have hit it with a Tomahawk missile. I just would have had less of exercise because I could have shot it just, farther away. I was going to get a rear naked choker <laughs> or an arrow. When <laughs> nah, no, that's no shit. And and I I think, though, that um, the, the, the some of the stuff that you guys post – People, I mean, some of it definitely is a kick in the dick to people, but other stuff I'm like, guys, fucking chill. It's not that big. Of, like, you make fun of bow hunters. Yeah. Being a guy who has guided and, and worked, well, you know, specifically, let's say, with the Lancasters, yeah, bow hunters don't always. It gets they tough. Get, there's a lot, well, there's a lot of reason to dislike a bow hunter as a guide. <laughs> I yeah. can take that right now. And, and I was just talking to Clay because I, I booked a, a, a doll hunt for 2021 with Clay. I, I, uh, I booked a hunt with him a while ago, and I was talking to him yesterday about it because they don't allow bow hunters now. No and shit. He, nice. he said, the only bow hunters <laughs> I'm bringing are the ones I know. Right. He's like, you've proven you're a killer. I do not care. He's like, we won't even need all eight days. I highly doubt it. But I've, I've hunted with him. The problem they have, and Bart, the same thing when we went on the goat stock with, with Bart, we killed those two goats. On the hike down, he looked back to 
Brian was videoing and he said, you can tell all your bow hunting buddies to stay the fuck home. <laughs> and he, and it's not that he dislikes bow hunters in general. What he dislikes is a bow hunter that blames the guide or outfitter that's had two or three opportunities or, or one, and he can only make it on the mount up the mountain one time and he misses. And then it's all the outfitter guys fault because he didn't have enough chances. And it's like, you had your chance. You couldn't make it up the mountain. Something went wrong. And so, and, and Bart will be the first guy to tell you, he loves bow hunters. He hates shitty bow hunters. And a lot of guys that have the amount of money to book with, you know, that kind of a hunt right. may not have, you get a poor guy that's a fucking electrician that saved his whole oh, life. He's, he's gonna probably going to be fucking, fucking dialed oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Where if you have more money than Christ, you may not quit, put quite the effort into right. it. And that's where they're coming from. And which is, I think where you're yeah, coming you know, from. I've, I've guided a, a small number of bow hunters, and I can't really say I've ever had a bad experience with them uh, from a guiding standpoint. Like, I've never had somebody blame a bad hunt on me. I had I guided for Nestor last year in a, uh archery rut hunt, and we I guided a really cool dude from Arizona. We got within, like, probably 60 yards of one buck, like, five days in a row. You know, he's launching arrows out. He missed, like, five times. Yeah. Good fucking dude. And he was like, dude, it's all good. Like, you know, the hunt went as planned. We got within shooting distance, and... I couldn't make it happen, so there was no blame and like no hard feelings either way. But uh, yeah, you see a lot of people that think you're a guide, so you've got this fucking magical power to like guide their arrow into the vitals. You're like, dude, (laughs) I can get you close and I can carry your shit if I have to, but I can't shoot your fucking bow for you. (laughs) It's have you met Bart? No, not in person. I've talked to him on the phone. You met Clay though, like so. Those guys have been doing it since Christ was a kid, right? Right. And they have had every walk of life known to man, and and to the point where I've been with Clay, where we're literally our shoulders are in the ass of a client pushing them up the hill, not a bow hunter, to do everything they possibly can. What irritates them is guys that didn't get ready for the for the hunt, and they they just took Levi. Levi shot a giant ram. Yeah. And it's not that they have a bad opinion of bow hunting. It's specific bow hunters. They, right. Clay's a bow hunter, right? But if you come up and you're sighting your bow in at camp, yeah, they're probably not going to fucking Yeah, like you're it like, do you much. guys know how to mount this this pin <laughs> thing here? Do you know where that goes on the bow? Yeah, ex- exactly. And, you know, the other thing, too, is Clay knows on the last day or two of the hunt, I'm, I'll flip the fucker over with a rifle. Right. I want to shoot it with a stick bow. I'm not inherently wealthy. What probably you need is a bow hunting rifle. Well, what, yeah. what I'm going to have is, what did I call it, Pope and Crockett? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pope and, a, Pope it's and gun. It's a mix. It's, it's Pope for the first six days. It's Crockett the last nice. two, right? And so I don't have the money to go again. I want a doll sheep on the wall from up there, so, you know, I'll tip it over with a gun. Yeah. Um, Especially if you see a big one. What about a Texas doll? <laughs> Texas dolls don't count. We, we, me and Tanner got a guy for that. Yeah, <laughs> we have the hookup on Texas dolls. Shout out, Mont. <laughs> I just, uh, I think people need to be realistic. If you guys are making fun of bow hunters, take a big fucking step back and yeah. check yourself. Because if you're not that guy, you shouldn't be offended by the post. Exactly. I wasn't offended by it. I work harder than anybody. I shoot all the time. Frank's the same way. So I'm not the guy that's going to. Well, shit, we make fun of, we make fun of bow hunters. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, like. Some. If you if you see my post during during the summertime, the it's fucking egg Easter egg hunting every <laughs> single day at Bear Creek. Those people are out there practicing. I will give them credit, but I mean, when you're not hitting a fucking a bale at twenty or those fuckers uh, are like I'm four not, foot by four foot. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not just saying uh, trad people. It's compound guys out there fucking missing. Jesus. Well, that's who is in the mountains of Colorado every fall too, which is even scarier. Right. Makes sense how people get shot with bows. Right. Well, I, well, I, I, go ahead. I was gonna say that. 
when guiding bow hunters, I think Tanner came up. What were the three things they needed? Patience, perseverance, and a rifle. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the bad thing with the stick bow, too, is like with Clay, I'm like, because Harder's going to go with my buddy. I don't know yeah, if you know Ryan, yeah, yeah, but I do. he and I are super tight, and I'm like, you're going to need to have somebody that can that can that doesn't mind could be six or seven stocks yeah. before we get close enough because with the stick bow we may get to a hundred and be laying there for eight right. fucking hours right. and I just can't shoot yeah. it. And, and hunt hasn't even started yet if you're at a hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, you're not even within a fucking. That's a par four. Yeah, right? so yeah. <laughs> right. Let me shoot this arrow again. Let me run up there. Yeah, no shit. Well, and, and harder doesn't care. And 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 there is there are outfitters that don't accept trad guys like right. Randy Cooling booked a hunt and they canceled the hunt because he had a stick bow but <laughs> and and that's they just don't want to fuck with it and and it's the the amount of effort that that you know that they're going to have to put in and the, the the chances of shooting something and I I can't argue with anything that anybody said as far as that goes like a good bow hunter is not going to be offended by a post about bow hunters because he has nothing. To, it's like making fun of a fat guy. He gets super fucking pissed. Yeah. It's probably because he's fat. Yeah. Right. You can make fun of me about being fat. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because you're not fat. Yeah. I, 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 pH, I'm re- recovering. Fat. Yeah. Well. You're like thick. Thick. I'm, I'm slim thick. I'm, I'm <laughs> thicker. Yes. I, I've, I've gotten thicker since going whitetail fit. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Wh- that whitetail hunt will fucking get you. Yeah. It gets you quick. Those bonbons <laughs> stack up. That's well, a tactic, though. You got to be a little thick to survive that cold yeah, weather. Yeah, you got to have a layer. Yeah, oh, that's, 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 the newest, uh, that's the newest Sitka layer is just a nice layer of blubber. <laughs> yeah. the, the key is don't bring food in the stand so you at least have eight hours of not eating and freezing. <laughs> and so I don't know if you guys wrestled, but if you wrestle, the good way to cut weight is leave your window open and sleep on top of the blankets. So I sit in the stand nude a lot to cut weight, <laughs> to, to make up for the meals I've eaten. It's and awkward. so you can warm up with a wank if you need to. I don't even know if I could, that thing would work at that temp. I get cold st- easy. You stick your finger up your butt to scare your dick out. <laughs> Did you guys send me the Sitka dildo for what, the heat warmer? Was no, that you? No, no that wasn't Did us. that come across your plate? Yeah, I think yeah. I saw one. I think Kyle used it, not me. It, it, uh, <laughs> I sent it to Barkley. He thought it was it. hilarious. It was like an inner body Sitka warmer, <laughs> and it was a, a butt thing, and it warmed you up. I would have used that, I tell you, a couple times this year. I think I would have popped that thing in to warm up. <laughs> oh, shit. I've never heard of such a thing. That's pretty handy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, well, it's uh, cutting edge. It's, yeah, just new to market. Hopefully it doesn't cut. It's the science behind the system. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a Sitka guy, but- I, I will say um, that the the make hunting great again. He he blasts peas and carrots and Sitka. Oh, yeah, but I you guide good clothing is nice, and I try to explain to guys you don't have to match right there. <laughs> you, there are certain parts of the system that well, and you wear a little bit of everything too. Frank does is there's going to be. Like I wear Swazi a lot. Mm-hmm. Their fleece is super warm. Arcteric makes it, you know, like the matching thing is where you get in trouble. It doesn't improve your odds. No, it doesn't. I and can't explain that to guys, but <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I kind of like it when somebody shows up like looking like the Sitka Iron Man, you know, and like they just shit decked out from, you know, boots to to hat, but uh, glasses. Because you know, you kind of know what they're all about at that point. You're like, all right, this guy spends way too much money on his gear and he's going to get his ass kicked for a couple of days. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't help. No. As I long mean, as the material is right, you don't need to look like the rocks around you, really. Well, in, in the most cases, Frank, how many deer have you shot that were looking at you? Not very many of them. Yeah, I mean, if you've done your job right as a bow hunter, on sheep, goats, and deer, 
they're probably laying down, right? Yeah. They're not fucking looking up. Or I mean, at least not staring into your soul, because if you're at that point, you're fucked already. I think there was like a, a bit of a debate on Kafaro Insiders the other day. Someone got offended about bringing up some camo, and this other guy was like, that camo's shit. Look at this shit. <laughs> like, dude, people don't understand. Like, camo's good, yeah, but like movement. If you stay still, you could probably wear fucking Kyle's pl- plaid shirt right oh, there. Oh, yeah. People have been... I mean, yeah. It, you hear people say it all <laughs> I feel the time. I, well, you know, I thought it was a good shirt. Now, <laughs> I'm just self-conscious about it. It's a whole thing now. Off the fade, be a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tanner with his camo arm patches there. Uh, These yeah, arm that's patches a, have killed a lot of rams. That, I can, that's all I the can camo you need. The, I can attest to the mojo of that shirt. That shirt's I've seen, seen that in some I think, though, that uh, like solids or whatever, like, you know, talking with the guys at Sitka, I like solids. Yeah. And I, and it, it, especially pants. I wear camo pants because I have them and I might as well fuck those up because I wear the other ones to work. But it is difficult to go into a 7-Eleven with camo pants from a hunt where I would, if I had solid pants on, I can just walk in with a T-shirt. And so I, you wear solid pants I don't even know if you wore camo pants this year, did No, you? not usually. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a solid guy, but I mean, I wear the camo, they, you know, whatever. I've got a good relationship with Barklow, but I'm trying to think of all the animals this year that I shot. I don't think any of them were looking at me. Um, right. And so if you've done your job, minus elk, they'll come in or whatever. If you don't move a lot... Um, yeah, the camo's not going to help if they're looking at you anyways. If they're, like, locked on, they're not going to be like, oh, fuck, motherfucker's wearing Optifade. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I stick well, well, they might look at it and be like, that is a fucking damn fine-looking God, man. And that might give you an extra <laughs> second. <laughs> he looks like a killer. I better just lay down. Oh, shit, is that the fall 2017 collection? <laughs> what kills me is when they have all that shit on and they don't cover their face. Because yeah, your white fa- fucking face in the middle of a bunch of camo. When you think funny. about it, I don't recognize you from your fucking thumbprint. It's your face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so if my thumb is sticking out, the deer's probably not going to see that, or my arm, it's probably not going to be like, oh, that's an arm, but yeah. you, oh, that's a fucking human. Yeah, oh, they look shit. at your yeah. face, so if you're that worried about wearing camo, paint your fucking face or wear a mask, because <laughs> believe me, being decked out in this giant white face, like in a tree stand, if you ever watch guys sitting in a tree stand and they're fully decked out, and then you see their face, you're like, fuck hmm. me. It's like the moon. Sniper's going to get that guy. It's, Jesus. You no, know, it's going to scare the shit out of the deer, too, because you're camoed everywhere else, and they think it's a floating head up there. It's going to yeah. Scare the yeah, shit out of them. You got to consider that. That guy's levitated. Jesus, get out of here. There's some voodoo witchcraft shit going on. They buried his underwear in the front yard. <laughs> Remember that on, uh, what was it, the uh, Harlem Nights? Uh-uh. And they're talking about, that bitch is Creo. She's crazy. She'll bury your underwear in your front yard. You won't be able to leave your house for a week. <laughs> You guys don't watch enough TV. No. You're too old or too young. Yeah. I was going to say, what the hell is Harlem Nights? slightly above. Fuck, yeah. how old are you guys? Son of a bitch. 26. I'm, I'm 25. I could be your dad and your dad. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to pull up uh, Making Hunting Great Again because the motherfucker keeps stealing our memes and I got a problem we, with it. We got a bone to pick. This is like, uh, I don't know this which is like Joe Rogan calling out Carlos Mencia. Type thing. Well, Ca- don't know Carlos that one. Mencia is no. a dildo. I don't listen to Rogan, though. He goes on too long. Oh, see, yeah, I, can't, I don't know which ones they are. There's like three of them on here, but. He's all right. He's still pretty funny. I, I will I will argue with this one, trying to figure out how many critters bow hunters wound every year. <laughs> Rifle hunters wound a ton of shit, too, you right. fucking we a-holes. Did, we didn't say <laughs> the percentages <laughs> thing, Aaron. Again, if you don't wound shit, you're not offended by it. Well, that's the problem right there. I did wound some shit. I shot a fucking 200-inch mule deer in the neck in Alberta. Show us cry. on the doll where the meme hurt you, Aaron. <laughs> Good Lord, I know. Uh-oh. Speaking of hate mail, though, that one got some. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, oh, yeah, that was a pretty polarizing. 
Yeah. That was a partisan deal there. A very partisan. Mm. Yeah. Bad, huh? With the Democrats obviously being bow hunters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Fuck Trump did it. Oh, shit. The, uh, I, th- I think we're going to have uh, Junior on the podcast in good. a few weeks. He's yeah. a good shit. Yeah, he's pretty cool. This guy I worked with the other day was like, hey, man, did you see that Donald Trump Jr. shot a endangered Argali ram? And I was like- Man, I don't even know where to fucking start with you on this. If you really want to bitch about it, I can talk all about it for hours, but uh, you're not going to listen. So, no, he fucking didn't shoot something that was endangered. And first of all, he probably paid a shitload of money for it. And it was probably the only funding to go into the conservation of the area. So, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, that escapes a lot of people, especially like the Africa yeah. stuff too. It's like that's their only source of income to, for conservation yeah. over there. So, Other I mean, than the like, goddamn blood diamonds. Well, I I think blood I mean, diamonds. I don't know if that's going towards conservation. I watched <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I saw that movie. It's a good one. I'm basically an expert in it now, so. <laughs> I don't know. I watched Tarzan, too, and there were some blood diamonds when he fought that big black dude at the end. Yeah. had like a gorilla vest on. Do you think there. Tarzan was a virgin before he met Jane? <laughs> Ooh. Well, was he clapping gorilla cheeks? That's a tough one. <laughs> oh shit, that's a tough one, man. I got all kinds of stuff popping over across here. Good lord, I'm getting confused. You guys got do have some good ones. Huh. Well, do I can't. Mean? I don't want to say that out. Sounds like a surprise, ones. man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a right. gold mine there. Hey, Kyle and I went to a concert last night in Denver, and oh yeah, this dude came up to me and was like. Turn, turn, you know, kind of spun me around. He's like, TSD, and gave me this like rad handshake. Like, he fucking recognized <laughs> me. It was crazy. I but then th- I just realized because it was because Kyle had his uh, well, where we were yeah, in the concert I, hall. Yeah, on, I threw a story up on, on the Instagram, on the story. Instagram thing, but kind of yeah, took the wind I, out of my sails. Well, I really, I, well, before that, I misremembered. I couldn't remember putting it up, and I was like, oh, that's probably what it's from. But before that, I was feeling pretty good about it. I never thought fame would come so quickly. Um, yeah, rapidly. <laughs> I feel like you need to start selling like fit tea or something. You guys can uh, pick up some sponsors, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we're still looking for our first sponsor. Yeah. Other than Visa. Yeah. Like, uh, Visa's a pretty good sponsor though, but they <laughs> yeah. keep making me send them money. I'm not sure how it works. It's a weird setup. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's uh, pretty funny. Speaking of messages on TSD though, uh, the nut picks this year. I wanted to oh, give man. a shout out. Well done, everyone. Fucking hell of an effort. It, it looked like picks. a peanut farm in our DMs there for about four months. It was incredible. All shapes, sizes, colors. a lot colors. of dicks in there. A lot of dicks. See, the thing is, though, where people are going wrong, some of them. Yeah. You're not supposed to hold the fucking balls. You can't yeah. hold them. Yeah. Don't hold I've been, them. I've Chris Rowe the other day. Holding the balls, yeah, yeah. Especially you shouldn't do it. A cup job there. It's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's a little gay, bro. <laughs> I think that's probably some kind of a subli- subliminal message that yeah. he's shooting out there. He doesn't even know it himself. Yeah. <laughs> if you put him on the couch, he may have some tendencies you just don't know about. Because <laughs> when I when I go to do the furry dick thing, the last thing on my mind is let me cup these things for the photo. Yeah, we got a few people, you know, with them. In their mouth and stuff, and we just yeah. don't even, we don't even repost those. Yeah, you, yeah, can't, you, wanna... you can't put that out in the public. Right? Let's no. clean it up a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, that'll Come end on. up on your page. Put a yeah. couple guys like shaving the nuts to send the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Using portrait mode. <laughs> <laughs> portrait mode's a solid mode. When the iPhone 11 came out, everybody was just taking wide angle. Yeah, the picks. wide angle, just making the nuts look as yeah. big as possible. I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about wide angles. So I've, uh, I've <laughs> just, everybody always is looking at something to complain about. And so I have found if, if no matter what you do on a, on a trophy photo, I'm just going to sit cross-legged beside the head. So no one can ever yell at me 
for sitting behind the animal. Definitely. So, right. Okay, so I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different times where, like we shot a moose, a 70-inch wide moose. You've seen moose on the ground. Okay, you can't get any closer than the moose because the motherfucker's four foot tall. <laughs> Wet, and they're like nine feet long. So when you get up to it, common sense, I would think, would dictate if there's willows on the left and willows on the right where you can't fit a human body, you're, you're either going to have to get in front of the rack, which would make a really fucked up photo because you can't <laughs> see it, or behind the animal. It, it's just geometry, physics, common mass, common sense. Fuck, I got hate mail about this moose. I didn't kill it. We were just on it. Why don't you get a little farther back? I'm like, it's fucking nine feet long. Yeah. I, I, I like I'm, I'm touching its butt. It's like, always <laughs> easy to tell motherfuckers that don't know anything about the species in the photo when you can see it's a clearly a big animal, like obviously yeah. a big buck or obviously a big bears. I think if you can, you, you can see it's a big bear and they're like, oh, he's at least six inches away from it. And the go, go touch it. You have to be able to touch it to see if it's big. You're like, well, you don't know what the fuck you're looking at then. Yeah. Because it's a big bear, whether I stood 900 yards behind it or on yeah. top of it. I've just gotten to the point, like with all the white tails, I did the crisscross applesauce Indian style right beside the head. So I didn't have to listen to any bullshit from any white tail hunters about scoot a little farther yeah. back. I'm yeah. like, okay, I can't take any more fucking abuse. I've got enough from yeah. other animals. I got a couple messages like, yeah, man, you're sitting pretty far behind it. It's like, well, my arms are longer than most Kyle's people. nine so. feet tall. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's got a 94-inch draw length. Leave him alone. <laughs> I spent a lot of time. I shot a buck this year, and I was taking pictures by myself, and I spent a lot of goddamn time making sure my arms weren't extended in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> shit from these guys. Well, there was one the, one, the buck I shot in the high country, we're on a fucking 40-degree slope, yeah. and I'm sitting on the ass of it, and the guy's like, man, you sure are far back, and I'm like... We're on a fucking <laughs> ski slope here. What do you want me to do? I got I was no place to it go. From sliding down to the bottom. <laughs> well, it did actually end up sliding on top of my bow down the shale slope. Remember uh -huh. that? It yeah. fucked up my bow. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, the, the other thing too, it, while we're complaining, this is a good podcast to do it on. So, I uh, the the veins. I don't know if you know whatever. They, we came up with these veins to shoot out of a bow. And, and uh, initially, when I came up with those with AAE, I thought it would be this good thing for traditional archery like people would accept it because you can hunt in alaska right. in the rain right and fuck no 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 wasn't a good they idea at it, all huh? no oh my god I, you want to talk i mean you thought i fucking like slept why because they think you should shoot feathers nothing but feathers or what well, on their carbon arrow with their carbon lens. Right, I was yes. going to say, are they, wearing, <laughs> are they wearing plaid with fucking leather breech cloths too while they bitch about veins or well, what? And I, I totally get it if someone is truly traditional and in, in harvesting there's the feathers hard, off a turkey they killed. There's hardly anybody like that. that they better be it. riding a horse to their well, hunting spot and they better be bow. wearing fucking beaver skin on their head and deer skin jackets. He, here's what I found. Assless chaps. Um, yeah. I just, I'll ask. I'll chap chaps. That would be awkward. <laughs> I can't do point. that. People it's hairy and it's white um so <laughs> if what i what i had had kind of found well i left all traditional archery forums every like, fuck these guys was uh somebody would come on and say something to the effect of i've been hunting 20 years with feathers you don't need them and then i would message him or post where are you hunting okay well if you're hunting in pick a state and Texas. you're going 400 yards or you're dropped off in a bad boy buggy we didn't come up with these for you. I mean, you, you don't need them. You go home at night, you sleep in a fucking bed, you dry your shit off. Like some of the hunts we went on like Alaska or whatever, it rains every day. Yeah. It's soaking wet. And mm -hmm. so then I would be like, hey, when's the last time you mountain hunted? 
well, this one guy had the balls to say, just because I have a special needs kid and can't go out like, oh, and I'm like, oh, God, God, man, make me feel like a, I'm going to go to Fucking hell. guilt trip. Oh, Pack your backs for the guilt trip. Oh, dude. I was like, Jesus, I just, if these aren't for you, don't use them. But the traditional archery community is a little bit weird on some of that stuff. And, and to the point where I've just not gotten. They kind of sound like crazy horse ladies. Oh, man. I was going to say that or uh, like fly fishermen. Oh, yeah. Kinkara. Yeah. It's, why it's, do, it's uh, weird. Yeah. Why do people even comment if they're not going to use it? Like, okay, cool. You're not going to use it. Move fucking on. Well, you know the money I, I couldn't make shooting a compound. Um, one guy had the balls to say, you're doing this all for the money. I'm shooting a stick bow for the money. And I'm like. Not a lot of money in that. Not industry. a lot of money in shooting a stick bow. <laughs> Fuck nuts. Not um, exactly a huge market there. <laughs> no. So it's, it's been interesting as far as that, uh, as far as that goes is on, on the traditional community. Cause it, it's true. Like, um, you know, you will get guys like Frank could be shooting 80 yards, drilling a Reinhardt 18 and one. And there could be a stick bow guy shooting at the bale at 20, missing it, and walk over and tell Frank he's unethical. It's just like, I mean, it's, it is the same exact thing. Guys shooting, you know, rifles and, and giving people shit about shooting critters at six, seven, eight hundred yards. Yeah. When they go and take their fucking gun out of the box, have somebody bore sighted at the gun shop, and then maybe go shoot one or two rounds before the season. Whereas, I think we talked about this last time, you got somebody like John Pinch or... Yeah, uh, I wouldn't want him shooting at me. No, at I don't. Yeah, yards. but John Pinch shooting at you at a grand is going to be more accurate than most of these fuds shooting at you at 100 yards. So right. no, people like, well, that don't have the skills want to throw the stones. Right, and, right. and, and they pretty. say it's unethical to shoot four, five, six hundred yards, whatever, at critters, and then they're walking creek bottoms and jumping shooting, deer up and shoot them on the running. <laughs> like, how often have you practiced running shots? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it, and for wrong. some people, at 100% is unethical to shoot six, five, four. Th- some people yeah. probably shouldn't have a gun and being out in the woods, to be honest with you. But I, it, 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 uh, it, the thing is, is like the contradiction, like the total pot calling the kettle black to the point I'm just kind of like staying back. I'm going to kill a bunch of shit. Yeah. I really don't care what you say about me. I don't, I don't care. But I, when I look into it, like the, the vein thing is you're shooting a carbon arrow. Mm-hmm. What kind of person are you? What happens to you when you go home at night? Like, like for for you to basically say, this is horrible. It's not traditional archery, but I have a carbon limb aluminum riser bow on carbon arrows. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, odd. if they're gonna bitch about something, they better be so goddamn traditional that it's not even funny. Well, you got to draw the line somewhere, and for some guys, apparently, it's veins. It's veins. That's. And Gotta draw I, a line. I get it. Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. But while you guys were on here, I thought you think it was funny because um. That was a pretty fucking big so, deal. New target for TSD memes. What's that? Fucking traditional archers. Traditional <laughs> archers. All right, yeah, don't Other worry, Aaron. Aaron, we'll take it over from here. We got yeah. this. <laughs> well, and I, I, you know, on the traditional archery side, like I, the, the amount of people getting involved in it, I think it's super cool. Yeah, I mean, a guys, shitload. Yeah. Oh, it's a pile of them, and it's not the new guys. Like the new guys are super cool. It's just some of the older crusties that well, it's like the boomers. Boomers. Why, uh, Goddamn boomers. Fucking boomers. <laughs> it could that could be why people haven't gotten into it in the past because of these fucking dicks that. Scare you well, away a little so bit. Lander messages me the other night and says, "Hey, did you piss off somebody up high with Compton Traditional?" And I'm like, "Maybe, possibly." I hope. <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking?" You know, Lander is very defensive of me, and Lander's like, "I got a phone call or something, you know, or, or somebody called somebody because of my quiver." It says, "Never fucking quit on the quiver." Oh, I and saw I, you got some hate mail on some comments oh, for that. Jesus. And, and I was wearing a Compton Traditional Archery <laughs> what hat. What's wrong I'm, with that? 
super. Well, I guess some people haven't heard the F word before. So, oh, yeah. I guess there were some higher up super pissed off that <laughs> I was <laughs> the internet. Is it like Amish? Hooterites. Are they, is that a Hooterite? Yeah. It was all Hooterites that were pissed off. The Amish. What but, is this word? I, I would, yeah, exactly. But I was like, really? They're mad at me? Like, with all the people I brought into traditional archery? And, and I guess. I get it, right? The F word is bad, whatever. But they had this huge issue that I had that quiver on my bow, and they thought that the Compton should talk to me to tell me to swap out the quiver. And I'm thinking out of all the things wrong in the world and going on with hunting and wolves coming into Colorado and, and the amount of people I've brought into traditional archery, the ans- questions I answer, the only thing you can come up with is my quiver says fuck. That's it. Point to me <laughs> where my quiver hurt you. <laughs> Some of those things I'm like, man, don't you have anything better to do? That's but, why they must have too many PR guys and they're just, you know, sick Aaron on this one. I don't what know. What do they call it now? Like trigger culture or something like that? Everyone just triggered, triggered over everything. Well, Lander was pretty funny. He was like, don't, don't call Aaron. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not gonna Chew like that ass. conversation don't don't call Aaron if <laughs> just don't do it you if you were mad before you're gonna be a lot worse off when you get off the phone with them but it is weird what triggers people I mean you guys trigger people all the time but w- what would you say out of everything you've done has triggered like been the worst oh like uh, the BHA thing man was that B- it? Is, yeah. has there been anything where so. you've taken a step back and been like fuck no you know I've had uh, like <laughs> some, some still deep for thinking one, about like maybe we should do like TSD's nothing but good news for like a year but then I was like no mm, man. man no nah. fuck that because <laughs> 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 first of all it's not just because it's uh, entertaining but I think there's a lot of people that don't know about the things that are going on until somebody points it out and it's things usually that we think deserve a little bit of attention. Like a lot right. of it's just for fucking giggles, but whatever. Right. But there's a lot of the things on there that we talk about that need some, you know, some uh, public light. A light shown in that Holding people accountable maybe? Yeah, yeah. accountability. It's for sure what uh, the gist of the page is, I would say. Yeah, especially when you start looking at who's running specifically BHA and who the higher-ups in, in there are and what they've done in the past. Like, that doesn't really seem like Do they're we, on uh, our team at all. But We attempted one. A podcast did, that didn't ever get posted. With who? With, um, what the fuck's his name? Ginger guy, bald. Oh. Uh, uh, Josh. Oh. Josh or uh, Ty? Ty. Ty, yeah. With yeah. Ty Stubblefield. So th- that did we podcast, post that? We had, no. we did, okay. Kyle and I did a podcast with Ty and, uh. Yeah, like three or four his, years ago. Ty and Josh, right? Is his yeah. Uh, I personally, I think they're both pretty good dudes. Yeah, they're uh, solid. Yeah. I like them. And we did a podcast with them and it was, you know, the audio's bad and whatever and we... You know, I started trashing on U-tards and stuff like that. So I think they decided to throw it away. But uh, Ty called me after the BHA thing, and he was pretty upset. And we uh, he, called, he called me at work, and I uh, we exchanged some words. And uh, it was, you know, very professional. We agreed to disagree for sure. So when we had him on, my my biggest question was a question he couldn't answer. I will say I like Ty. I like Josh. They're great guys. Yeah, agreed. Cut from agreed. the same cloth we are. Right. What I wanted from Ty was – the board, how they vote. Are they Democrat or Republic? Are they pro-gun, anti-gun? Are they pro-wolf, anti-wolf, pro-predator, anti-predator? Those are the questions I wanted answered. He couldn't answer them. Right. The audio wasn't that great, so I'm like, fuck it, I didn't get the answers I wanted. And you were on the podcast. Like, we were not drilling him, but I was like, well, dude, the members, if they're 92%, you know, Republican, 92%, whatever, 
I don't give a shit. I know the members, right? right I'm friends with them. Right. I want to know the board that controls what the how they vote, where's the money come from. I know, for example, Lantani, huge Obama supporter, you know, oh, yeah. borderline I'll probably get a hate frame mail from this, borderline granola. Uh, oh, he's a treat, total you know. fucking lib. So yeah. Now, if, if <laughs> sorry, Frank's laughing because he knows the emails are about yeah. to come over through. But yeah. you can direct him to us. Yeah. <laughs> Forward him on. Do Forward I dislike Land? I don't know him. I do know that I dislike people that are anti two A. I do know that Land is not exactly a hunter, right? What if 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 I was going to pick a hundred people, Land would be like a thousand three hundred and forty one from the top of the list of going with me on a hunt. Probably actually much farther down than that. He's not a hunter. Right, he's not. He's not an outdoorsman, in my opinion. Or people you want speaking for your future hunting rights and the hunting rights of your kids. Well, and 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 some of the other things. And again, this isn't necessarily directed at BHA. Just in general, I do know of two people that went to D.C. to speak about hunting and the behalf of hunters that haven't fucking killed anything. That that basically one of them owns a supplement company, and the first elk he killed, he cried. Um, and it and, and I'm like, okay. Why did this person get chosen to go speak in behalf of hunters? I'm not saying send us rednecks at this table, but I can pick quite a few better than the one that went. Who the fuck chose him and right. why? Right. Was it because of his social media status? Well, if it was, do you really think that that's the doing the greater good? Okay, so Harold Farenbrook was on earlier today. Yeah. Harold would be a guy that's guided all over the yeah, world. He's a fucking badass. Yeah, he's he's been around the world, seen a couple things, had a couple drinks. Right. So if someone's going to speak on behalf of of hunters that on the wolf issue, don't you think it'd be a good idea that it'd be someone that has been balls deep in wolf country, seen the damage wolf's wolf, the wolf issue has done? Um, you know, in, whether it be BC, Montana, Idaho, or whatever, or do you send somebody from Utah that's never seen a wolf? I'd like to have somebody that's actually been around them to, to, to vote. And you don't, that does not seem to happen sometimes in this day and age. The wrong people are speaking for us. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. Oh, that's also all the something. way to the White House. I wanted to figure out how those people, like with the CPW, that the board of directors, who, how do they become appointed to, because it seems like it was like a, a few outfitters maybe, then a few people that didn't hunt, according to Harold. How do they get appointed into that position? Yeah, and I'm sure that has nothing to do with hunting. I mean, the, as far as that goes, as far as hunters, I'm sure they applied for that. Well, we could ask, right? We could find out. But I'm sure as far as the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, those people volunteered. They got the job. They've never hunted before. It seems like it should be a prerequisite that you've you've got some background in. And also in from like job, what Harold job experience for yeah. From term. what Harold was saying, when they have those like uh, open town meetings or whatever they call them. Um, with where hunters are supposed to go and give their opinions. It doesn't seem like the hunters' opinions are actually even taken into account. It'd be interesting to get some people that that are in the right places that could answer these questions because I've seen sometimes when they put the vote up, it's in some far-off fucking city that makes no sense. Yeah, why wouldn't it be in fucking Denver? Colorado <laughs> is like ballot box, man. One, one group of hippies decides they want something, like getting rid of spring bears. And then they say, okay, well, we're going to vote on it. But all the fucking votes are concentrated in the front range where there will be no effect from banning spring bears or limiting what you can do for hunting lions or give them wolves. Okay, yeah, we oh, we want to hear a wolf howl and we go hike in the mountains twice this <laughs> fucking summer. Okay, cool. Let's just vote for wolves. And all you liberals in, in Denver and Fort Collins and Boulder, let's just vote them in. And then you people in the mountains and all you ranchers and hunters, you can deal with the fucked up bullshit that follows. And that's pretty much what happens anytime 
a hippie wants to see something change in Colorado. So yeah, there was one specific guy on Spring Bears back in the '90s or whenever it was. But yeah, yeah, and he's on the board of BHA in Colorado on getting Spring Bears banned in Colorado and running so. him with dogs and baiting him because he baited him for three days and said no one should do this. This isn't hunting, and I'm going to ban it. And whoosh. Yeah, I don't think he's on the board anymore. He might not be. Yeah, but he's uh, off I think the board. That, yeah, okay. we did talk about that. Yeah, we did talk about okay, that. He's off the good board to know. now. Yeah. yeah, I was unaware of that. But Yeah, well, and I think that we brought that up and asked the question. But I don't, again, I don't have anything like these huge grievances at all with the BHA. Um, I have certain questions that I'm curious about. I, I definitely have, there's a lot of unknowns where I hate to make an opinion, good or bad, until I find out. I do know I signed up to do a speaking engagement for the BHA. I saw your name on that. And I got so much fucking hate mail. Thank God I got strep throat. I didn't go. I had an overwhelming amount of fucking hate mail saying, are you kidding me? And I'm like. From people that were. Pro anti. Pro or anti BHA. Anti BHA. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure the, the hate is just going to flow for this t- conversation we're having. That's fine. Because I got thick skin too. And I'm sure. Ty or Josh will call me and call me everything but white. Yeah. I'll but it's just, the, there's again. a little bit of, they're the undertones of the whole organization that just make me a little bit nervous. And that's kind of seems like what we get a lot of responses about is they're just like an unnerving we, feeling. We have had a lot of messages from guys joining chapter. I mean, oh, one guy last night specifically messaged us from Pennsylvania and he was interested in starting a local chapter in Northwest Pennsylvania or wherever the hell he's from. And he said they didn't get us any help starting it up. Um, we sent him all this money and never heard a word back from them. It's like, I, that's not the first instance of that that we've had message to us. And that hearing it from guys who've actually like tried to join it and try and start their own thing doing it and gives me pause, I'll say. Yeah, yeah oh yeah. Um, and, and again, like before we get an overwhelming amount of hate mail on the Kafaru side of things, I don't have, I'm not pro or against. Should we have a disclaimer at the, uh, <laughs> yeah, at the beginning did. of this? The oh, views God. represented by TSD do not necessarily reflect the views held by Kafaru International. <laughs> Nate, sound clip that. At, the, at, <laughs> the, at the, the beginning. If you look at it from the outside looking in, is cleaning up streams good? Well, fuck, of course it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It, it, is helping fisheries and wildlife? Yes, of course yes. that's good. Of, I'm not... I'm, look, I'm getting goosebumps. This is where I get fucking irritated. I'm not against clean streams. I'm not, <laughs> not against public land, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, I'm a public landowner. Actually, I don't own oh, shit, boy. but I get to go on it. Um, where my issue is, is long term, is there going to be issues later because of members of the board and their views, their policies? Is That's where I'm worried. I think it's great to get, if you guys want to go drink pints and shit, that's your thing. That's not my thing. But as far as cleaning streams and shit like, of course, that's good. As far as fighting for our rights as hunters, which they don't really do, that is good. But when something comes down that's the pipe. That's a TSD <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, they'll just say we don't, this we're what, the predator thing. Yeah. They'll just tell you we're, we're hands off on it. We don't talk about it. So for me, I'm thinking with the powerhouse they are, get your fucking hands on it. Sure. Like, this is a problem. Like, wolves in Colorado is a problem. Yeah. If that BH, should be on the fucking front, front of line. their plate right there. Right. Yeah. And, and so... and, and it's if, a problem that they combine hunting and fishing? I, I don't think it, it could... It shouldn't be. I don't think it, it, it is, probably, yes. But I don't think it, it should be. I don't want Ty... Ty, if you call me, please be nice. I like Ty Stubblefield. He's awesome. My point, I have no issues with Ty. (laughs) 
But Ty, you can't argue the fact that wolves in Colorado are a problem if they introduce them. The power that BHA has, it would be great if you guys stepped in and said, hey, here's our views, which are hopefully anti-wolf. Here's why. And take that to D.C. Let's fight for that. Because if you talk about Yellowstone, yes, I would not argue the fact that at face value, dropping some wolves in Yellowstone, eating some elk wasn't a horrible thing. They didn't stay in Yellowstone. They decimated everything. They left Yellowstone. They fucked up every area around it. They had to close units around it. But if you pretended the border around Yellowstone stayed closed, what happened in Yellowstone wasn't that bad of a deal because it did do some good things. The problem is the people promoting what happened to Yellowstone only promote the good things that happened in the park, and they don't talk about what happened Outside well, of the yeah, and if park. you put a big fence around Yellowstone, there'd be only fucking wolves left in it at in, some point. Exactly. Well, yeah. let's talk about that. They eat until it's all gone, and then the wolves die off. And then the, the, the ungulates regrow. It's huge swings over long periods of time. Right. Predators crush the ungulates, the, then they die off. The ungulates, the very few smart survivors breed, they grow back, they come back, and there's these huge swings. Colorado's not broken. Why the fuck would we introduce wolves in Colorado? There is no issues here. And why would you introduce something that's already fucking here? Yeah. 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 They're one state away in huge numbers. They are literally one state north. They will be here in force in short period of time. Let that happen. That's fine. I've seen them here. Yeah. There's a million. There's There's a a few (laughs) hundreds of people that have seen wolves in Colorado. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, leave it alone. It's it's not a broken system. We're doing good. Um, we don't. We're, our numbers are going up. Moose populations going up. I guarantee wolves come in here at the numbers they're talking. The wolf po- or the moose population is going to fucking tank. Um, and we're the only state in the whole Western U.S. with a growing Shiras population. That's going to hit the shitter pretty quick. They want them in Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, well, don't you want to see a wolf when you're hitting on the fairway of the, oh, the golf course there? Here's the thing, like... Why don't they if, just let a few people hunt a few of those things? Well, right? that's what I'm saying. Is the government killing any of those elk, by the way, you think? They they did have snipers going at one time. But you think about this. You can quantify, you can, you can mathematically figure out park closed down for three days. You know the numbers. They're the same every year. You know what you lost. Those numbers are that... And, and it's not going to be hard to kill elk. Go in there with hunters, snipers, pay whatever for the tag. The government, you know, the state of Colorado makes a shit ton of money. They go in there and kill the elk, weed them out, done. We know where the money we lost, but what we will lose, lost meaning people going into right. the park, which that fucking park is not hurting for money. I don't sure. know if you've seen the lines of people going in at 37 bucks like a ticket. Disneyland. But what you cannot quantify, no one can is the long-term effect financially, monetarily, of the state of Colorado by the damage the wolves will accrue by the amount of animals lost. Meaning, when there's no fucking elk left, no one's going to come hunt Colorado, which means the $47 million or whatever we make a year on tags is gone to shit because there's no elk left. You elk, can't quantify deer, that. Moose. Moose. I, yeah. I mean, any ugly. And adding on to that, there is no monetary value inherently in bringing wolves. Nobody's no. going to pay to come hunt wolves because you can't fucking hunt them can't sightsee them you're not going to pay yeah, to you're come not going to come and look at them because you're not going to see them you don't get a hundred bucks lucky. a howl yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to make any money themselves and they're, they're so it's going to be a double negative as far as a nut kick to the to the economy of colorado and just the fucking quality of of the nature we have yeah and i mean i've i'm i would say may i say bias to this i am educated to this because i've gotten to hunt 
in parts of the United States as well as British Columbia where wolves are a problem and I've, I've gotten to see what happens and it's not pretty. I mean, the Lolo herd at one time in the Montana area was an unbelievable place to hunt, kick ass in a matter of four years, went to shit. A thousand elk or something left. Yeah. I'm looking at this article on, on, uh, call me Jamie, by the way. Jamie, um, can you look that up? So there's this article saying $1 billion annually is generated from hunting big game in Colorado. So the lot, that would be reduced substantially, right? If, uh, the, if the numbers drop. It'll be reduced substantially when people start realizing how bad the opportunities become, I think. You right. know, for, the, for a few years, it'll probably stay the same, and, and people think, oh, there's still, you know, elk and deer. But as soon as we start hitting the skids, like Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, people are going to say, fuck that, we'll go somewhere else, where we can actually shoot a wolf if we see one. Yeah, which, what, yeah, which, and that was the other thing I was talking to Amy about is, okay, if there was a realistic program implemented from the get-go that could not be changed by congress or anyone else as far as keeping the the wolves in in check yeah right there's not going to be that until it's too late and they're like oh fuck all the deer and oak and moose are gone yeah we better do something and then it'll be a, a decade or two before everything equals itself out and and again you know i've kind of gotten to the point of not our you know there are hunters that want those fuckers here like oh yeah I, that they want to hear a wolf howl, but when they don't kill an elk, yeah, <laughs> when they're taking their sunset pictures, they <laughs> yeah. want to hear a wolf howl. Well, yeah, no, that's no shit. And and the fact that the all the the Colorado Department of Wildlife or Fish and Wildlife or whatever it's called now, all the game wardens have been put on a gag order. They cannot talk about the wolf issue. That should tell you something. I mean, that that should tell you right there that it's a bad idea because they can't. God forbid the people that actually live out there right. uh, can, can't throw their two cents in. Yeah, silence the professionals. Yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. Well, it's not isolated. Like wolves haven't just fucked up parts of Montana. Like the Wrangell Mountains when that when when Wrangell St. Elias Park became a park in Alaska. They quit. Yeah, and in Alaska. They quit hunting it, obviously, because it became a national park. Other than like a few small parts of it where certain locals can subsistence hunt it, the the sheep population hit the shitter because there was nobody in there shooting wolves and wolves ran around unchecked and they decimated the sheep population. Same thing happened in the Brooks Range. It's not like, it's not just one incident. You know, it's it's everywhere that wolves go unchecked, they fuck shit up. Yeah, it's not like this is, for lack of a better term. Yeah, very scientific. That is, yeah, it's not unproven. We can look at other states and see what's happened. And, yeah, but you can't explain that to people that just want to hear a wolf howl. Well, if one, they, they were here at one point, why should we? If be just here? one boulderite can hear a wolf, it's all worth it. Yeah, yeah, no that's shit. true. Yeah, but I think that um, you know, again, like people taking a big step back, looking and in, in, in with common sense and not emotion, it's just not a good idea. And we're gonna lose. There's no. <laughs> no, yeah. I keep we getting don't. messages. You have a you have a lot of power. You need to make a stand. I'm like, I've made plenty of stands. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what stand I make. If if uh, the the sheer numbers of uh, you know the the Republic of Boulder. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let That's me grab right me there. and all my hundred friends. Like, I'm yeah. we're fucked. It's right? like 200,000 <laughs> signatures, you know. You go ask any single suing dick in the world that doesn't know what we're talking about and doesn't hunt. Do you think wolves would be cool? Oh, they'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, yeah. where do I sign my name? That's the problem. Well, and and I, I, I said this to somebody the other day. If you walked up and said, hey, man, do you want to have sex with this hot chick? Well, yeah. They're leaving well, out she has HIV. Dick. She's got right? like, <laughs> Let's not forget she has AIDS. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I left that out. Do you think, well, fuck yeah, wolves are cool looking. They just but eat they everything. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> but they have AIDS. <laughs> I told Aaron when I was I was with my girlfriend downtown this summer, and there was like these two uh, people 
that had the petition out for the wolves, oh, and yeah. they were clearly people you would never see out in the fucking wild. wild. Yeah, crazy cat ladies. And they're like, "Hey, would you sign this petition to bring wolves to Colorado?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." And then like why do you think it's a good idea and they're like well because the deer and elk are overpopulated yeah. in colorado okay i'm like where are you getting these numbers and they're like uh they didn't want to talk about it and they just moved on <laughs> i'd yeah. like to know where they're overpopulated i might get start hunting there yeah, yeah. if someone could drop a pin on onyx yeah. for me that'd be helpful <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well and that yeah you, fuck, i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a migraine thinking about this yeah i <laughs> gonna flip this table just <laughs> let it all out aaron this is like ther- this is cheaper than therapy well uh, no i just um some of the, the the shit that goes on and happens and, and you know and then you've got other outdoor industry personnel or, or known personnel or whatever you want to call it insta famous people throwing in their two cents that's that's really no different because it's it's almost worse than the two people that you ran into that haven't been in the woods these people have been in the woods people think they know what they're talking about but have no fucking clue because they've shot a couple animals and and happened to be at the right place in the right time and get very well known i'm not saying i'm the be all end all or, or i know everything but I've been around wolves a lot, and I've been around areas with wolves. So if you haven't been around areas with wolves, you don't get to fucking vote. Shut up. Go away you, because you haven't been there. I, I should never get to vote on anything to do with a woman having a baby that because I've never had one, and I, I can't, right? So when I say that, meaning I could read all about it I want, but I can't pop a baby out the hole. It's just not capable for me. If you have not been in the woods, you've not been around wolves, you don't know the repercussions of it, you shouldn't get to vote. And unfortunately, we're going to lose the people that have never been in the woods before. The it vote. shouldn't be a vote, period. It should be left up to people that are appointed to positions to make decisions like that. It Almost shouldn't be like every stupid motherfucker in the republic. world. Yeah. What an idea for government. We should try that for a government sometime. Seems like a pretty good idea. It's just ballot box bullshit, man. It's, it's so stereotypical Colorado. It's how we lose every time. Frank, what are you thinking? Start. Coyote hunting more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big coyotes. Oh, yeah. No, just kidding. Just you think about how awkward that's going to be for a game warden that knows it's a bad idea and catches a dude blasting a wolf. What kind of position is he going to be? And that's going to suck. Because I know if I was a game warden and uh, was put on a gag order and then I see Frank the Tank out there blast a wolf and I'm standing over Frank and the wolf thinking, fuck, I would have done the same thing before as a game warden. Damn it. <laughs> that's going to be an awkward position well, to be in. Yeah. And if. It, it's already been bad with the few wolves that have been shot in Colorado. The dude shot one in at Wolford Reservoir a couple of years ago. Yep. And it's kind of funny because if I understand the story right, there was a uh, like a board meeting or something going on. So there was a state of Alaska biologist in Colorado. Dude shot something that he thought was a coyote. And then he got up to realize it weighed 90 freaking pounds. So he's like, man, I don't think this is a coyote. And they had to call that dude in, that biologist from Alaska, to confirm that it was a wolf. And they still wrote the dude a ticket. Yeah, he did everything right. I mean, he right? called it in. He yeah, didn't he know it, in, it was a wolf. Self-reported. And they still and they shellacked his ass over him, it. Dragged him over the coals. Yeah. I mean, and they had to confirm it was a wolf. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. It's going to happen. They'll be, I mean, they'll be shot on accident and it'll just be messy all around. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be. It won't be good. We'll see how it all shakes out, but I think we're screwed. They're coming and there's not a whole lot we can do about it. No. Um, but They're coming I mean, with their aids. Well, maybe we'll... Get to hunt wolves in twenty years in Colorado. So. No, kid. Well, we got that uh, to look forward to. Yeah. I, don't know. I, don't I mean, Kyle so, probably man. won't live that long, but <laughs> I didn't. Uh, this is just a bad Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Good lord. What? What? Just out of curiosity, what do you guys? Did you guys just come down here for the podcast, or you have other festivities? No, we. Uh, I came down for my fiance's birthday. 
Oh, gotcha. So we, she's trying on wedding dresses. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Tanner's the I most adult out of all of us here. <laughs> wow. That's a terrifying I don't know about that. Wait, I know because I adulted a long oh, time ago. True. Mine's well, 18. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> she is an adult. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I adulted 18 years ago. Wow. It took several years after that and like four marriages. I'm still not quite there, but <laughs> getting closer, <laughs> getting closer. If you just yeah. stop shooting those fucking veins. Maybe you'd be a little <laughs> right? yeah, You grow up a little bit and shoot some feathers. I know. Right. <laughs> Good Lord. The trad communities. It's, it's interesting. And I, I do, I do have to say like, I'm, I'm speaking in a few different States as the, like the keynote speaker. That has got to piss off the old crowd. Oh, that, God, it can't I hope be so. Good. Yeah, it can't, can't be good. Um, you should wear, like, full-on Sitka gear and, like, have a, a Bluetooth <laughs> in your ear. <laughs> and, like, and AirPods. And, yeah, a, yeah. and a fedora over the yeah, top of that. Or yeah. flat, a flat brim, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, tuck, yeah. tuck the ears well, in. Here's the other thing with the stick bow deal. Like, people want to bring up Fred Bear at the certain opportunities and leave out other shit. So, like, I've, I've read all of Fred Bear's field notes, and... Um, you know, the first thing they'll bring up is like, you know, Sitka's stupid. Fred Bear said this. Okay, well, Fred Bear also said that a stick bow, anything inside 60 yards with ethical, ethical shooting distance. That's not that way now. If you said you shot something at 60 yards with a stick bow, you get hung up in the courtyard and stoned to death. Well, Fred said it. Fred was a badass. Yeah. That's but the problem. <laughs> we're going to forget that Fred said that shit, but we're going to remember this other shit he said. I mean, I remember there's a few like, shot him at, you know, 40, missed, 50, missed, hit him from Orler at 62. <laughs> Got him. Well, okay. Was Is that all right for me to do now? <laughs> Arrows in the air, there's hope, Aaron. There's, yep. Carbon in the air, there's hope. I get hate over that one. Um, I believe I said that. In sixteen on a podcast, they made a T-shirt. Still over getting it. shit about it. Yes, I am. And 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 they're like, that just means winging arrows or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm just saying you're you not going to hit a shit. You also said it as a kind of a joke too, right? Well, it's just if if you're waiting for the perfect opportunity every time, it's probably not going to show it's up. It's going to pass you by. Yeah, sometimes you just have to take a shot. And I'm not saying take an unethical one, but. You know, if you never, if you're always waiting, you're probably not going to kill anything. And uh, I, the guys were like, like hate mail galore. That's like the bad, you know, you're, that's horrible for archery. You're telling kids to just wing arrows. And I'm like, that's funny because I didn't say wing arrows at anything you want to and hope to God you hit it. And there's hope. I said, if there's carbon in the air, meaning you need to shoot an arrow to, to kill yeah. something. You shit has to fly for something to die. Yeah. No, there is. And I don't know. I mean t-shirt there you go yeah yep. put that on your t-shirt <laughs> we could have you three on the cut like on the like a uh, stonehenge or whatever not stonehenge uh jesus yeah like a bunch mount of square rushmore. rocks same fucking thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mount rushmore rock. yeah rock stonehenge rushmore whatever um you three like it's uh rushmore on the back of the shirt and on the front of it say that. there you go or you two boom someone patent that Kyle, we should probably start bow hunting before you put us on a bow hunting shirt yeah no shit have you guys ever bow hunted yeah, yeah. What do you got for bows? Oh, man, I've got, uh, I don't know what I got anymore. <laughs> it's been so long since think, I've even shot it. I think it. if I remember it, Matthew Z9. Z7. I think it's a Z9 because it's a longer draw. Whatever the longer draw one was. Huh. Maybe that. Maybe there was a Z9. Hell, I can't remember. It I know was out a at Z7. the same time. Yeah. I, I, I think I've got totally two Botex in the garage somewhere. Yeah. What's your draw length? Uh, Infinity? I don't know. <laughs> 32, I want yeah, to say. Pretty, pretty long. I don't know. I know. That's a guess. That's how old are you? 32 and pulling 45 pounds. I'm 5'10". 
Ah, six, how tall are you? Six seven. And you're you got to be five eleven, right? Six. six <laughs> That's what I'm I meant. Five, six five. Foot. Yes. <laughs> Just get a little. <laughs> no shit. Uh, when I got little. crampons on, I'm like six two though. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, exactly. Remember that on Fletch? He's uh, six one, six six with the afro. Look at him taking on one, two, three defenders, and he's biting that guy's arm. That's you with crampons yeah. kicking like <laughs> kung fu fighting. Oh shit. The, uh, are you going to back up this year to guide? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be back up for the two sheep hunts and uh, probably come home and do one big horn and probably call it good after that. It's kind of nice to be home yeah. with the baby. I, I didn't do any Alaska this year because my son was born in July and uh, going in August probably would have been a bad call. But I spent a lot of time in the mountains on that one sheep hunt anyway, so I might as well have gone. I can tell you what that'll do from my own experience long term is, is help you be married more times if you leave in, in, in September or in July or August and have a baby in, in like July, it'll help bump up your numbers of marriage. Those are rookie numbers. We got to bump those Yeah, numbers. decrease the bank account, yeah. increase the number of marriages. That's what when, that'll do. When there's a ring on the finger, there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, when I broke up with my girlfriend that then filed for common law to marriage, I would have been smarter to marry her the day I broke up with her and divorce her a month later because then we would have been married for a you month. Should have tried yeah. I'm just kidding, but That's will you marry me? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, actually, I love you. Let's fix this shit. I thought I wanted to break up, but it turns out it was just confusing after marriage. <laughs> yeah, we should have gotten married. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, we're going to divorce her. This isn't going to work out. <laughs> by the way, I just made my final payment to her. Hey, that shows up freedom. Today. Freedom. Yeah, no Three kidding. years later. Yeah, it was three years later. Um, oh, nice! That was a good SpongeBob. Guess. Three years and sixty thousand dollars for a girlfriend. Oh, so that should tell you, fellas out there. <laughs> I'm so well, happy I didn't go to Alaska this year. <laughs> we, you know what my my shop teacher used to say, which I concur with. This is the fucking you get is never worth the fucking you got. And if you remember anything I say. Remember that one because that one will cost, save you some money over the That is and brilliant. Another, that should be on a t-shirt. Another one I heard was, uh, you know, why divorce is so expensive? Because hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> you know, that shop teacher, it sucks. He, he, he died now. So, uh, you know, you get the Vietnam era vets, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. and this dude, we didn't know at the time. Great fucking dude. Super cool guy. And, and uh, you know, the kind of shop teacher that you're not supposed to learn to weld, you know, without going. Then he'd be back there teaching how to weld. Anyway. Right. Sometime in the middle of class, he someone made a comment about his wife and uh, the Vietnam. Yeah, it was he. He fucking choked him. I thought he was gonna kill him. Um, <laughs> and uh, we 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 got him off the the guy. And right, it was just nicest guy in the world. You never would have guessed. And you can imagine, you know, you're on your third year. We're juniors, and all of a sudden, Joe chokes the fuck out of Jeremiah out of the blue. His teacher. And we're like, holy shit! He, I mean, he's got the Adam's apple. The guy's like Does kicking. Does roadhouse like, him? Oh, I was like, fuck! So we got Joe <laughs> off of him. And then we basically just said, hey, if you tell anybody, we're going to kill you and it's all of us and whatever. And the kid never said anything. But you want to talk about an eye opener to a flashback of Nam because that guy went from Jesus Christ to the devil. I was like, <laughs> like fortunate son started playing in the yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apocalypse Now song. Yeah, Charlie's getting stronger. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. But that, that dude um, or whatever, Joe was the guy's name. He's super cool guy. But uh, how the hell I ended up talking about this, I have no idea. We ended up started, you know, as we got to know him and whatever else. Yeah, he was in Vietnam for like eleven tours or something Jesus ridiculous, and became a shop teacher. Teacher, and um, he ended up uh, Agent Orange or what? He got cancer uh, yeah. is what got him. So I don't yeah. know what the hell made me think of that. Is that uh, we have somebody here with those 
uh, tree stands. Um, I may have to leave the podcast here in a minute. You can finish up. We got a guy that came in with these carbon tree stands he made. I know you guys are going to laugh. You don't tree stand hunt, but you know, I might now. Get them. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of a purist, so the whole carbon thing on the tree stands. Yeah. Really yeah. We're going to need to see some wood. Yeah, Fred Bear would have never used a carbon <laughs> he would tree stand. never do that. Yeah, no kidding. Has, um, what, uh, actually, this is kind of funny just because 6.5 Creedmoor gets made fun of. What's the number one round caliber coming up for sheep rifles right now? I'd say a Creed's probably somewhere in the mix, but we usually have guys come up with like 300 mags and stuff because we have a you know pretty good grizzly population and a lot of dudes combo up. Uh, I'd prefer if people came with smaller shit because they shoot it better, but yeah. uh, 300 mags, I'd probably... 300 uh, wind mag, short mags, Weatherby, shit like that. Do you guys, do you ever have guys that just bring up the full on 338 plus P? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Norma? yeah, big shit. I've shot a couple like 460 Weatherbees and stuff that people brought up and it's just no reason. Well, I mean, yeah, that's like maybe for Africa. Actually, it's pretty funny. Uh, this dude that I guided, his grandpa also came to hunt and he came to hunt brown bear. Super nice old guy, but he had this gun, this 460 Weatherby that was like twelve or 13,000 bucks, he said. And he went to Germany to get it fitted and yada, yada, yada. It's Woodstock, blued up. So a complete shit show for Alaska. Uh, I came back from the hunt that I was guiding and this dude's got his gun by the f- wood stove, this like bajillion dollar rifle <clears throat> with the bottom, you know, the bottom metal cracked open on it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what it. are you doing, man? He's like, well, I got this gun wet and the, f- the floor plate wouldn't close anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to dry it out. And he'd been drying it out for like two days because he ended his hunt early because uh, I guess the rain pissed him off or whatever. But yeah. That definitely thirteen thousand bucks turned into a single shot. That definitely won't uh, change your zero either. Just try that yeah. thing out by the wood stove. Yeah, with your the wood stock's got a giant that thing warp <laughs> in it now. It looks like a piece of framing lumber. That's still zeroed. You're yeah, good but, to go. Uh, that's funny. I, I um, I can't remember what the caliber was, but one of the sheep hunts I was on was clay. It was it was some off the wall. I get 285. I don't know, something fucking weird. Anyway, um, the guy had a ballistic turret, right? And, mm-hmm. and Clay is not a ballistic turret, fan of ballistic turrets, right? And so in uh in the I'm videoing all of this, right? And a few shots went down range that were not um great shots, and I hear Clay yelling at him, Don't touch the fucking turret, do what I tell you, and all of a sudden you hear <laughs> and it's Clay smacking the shit out of his hand. He's like, I fucking told you don't touch the turret. Oh, shit. And I was, <laughs> and I was, and I'm, I'm like on oh, the video. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to laugh and I was like oh my god and so anyway we get we get the sheep or whatever and it was a, it was a good doll and I'm like dude how how often does this happen like what just happened which was like um in, in here and back here and like sick mm-hmm. and I'm he's like more than you would you would think and I'm like dude what what are these guys thinking and he's like well I mean they've got billions they're yeah. millions you know and so I was like yeah you know and I'm, I'd never been in the NWT right and so this is all I'm kind of just sucking it in and asking questions and we're on a moose hunt and um, Clay's very specific. Don't shoot it in the river, right? And the guy tanks it in the river, and Clay smacked the shit out of him. And uh, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing, and Clay's now talking to the moose at 270 yards out. Come on, buddy, please. If it, if it dies in the river, we are yeah, fucked. Yeah, absolutely. And he's yelling at the moose, "Come on, you can do it. Just give her." And One then shot. It, it finally gets out, and it starts to waddle on the shore. And Clay's like, "All right, shoot it again, you dumb fuck." You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good God. Some of the funniest shit I've ever been on the hunts was with Clay because he's done it, you know, so long. He's been on 300 and some sheep hunts or yeah. something crazy. You know, he's in, in moose hunts. And and then that'll happen, which will lead up to the next 36 hours of horrific so moose, moose stories. in the river, your life sucks for about three days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he'll be like, this one time, and I'm like, 
Jesus Christ. But when you've been, that's all he's ever done. You know, you hear crazy, you know, stories like that. And the difference up there is you're where he's at helicopter, right? It makes right. life a lot easier, jet boat. You guys, how far are you normally going in on your hunts on foot? Uh, sheep hunts, man, just depends what mountain range we're hunting in. In the Chugats, which is where I like, I kind of prefer to guide there. Um, on a 10-day hunt, you can probably reasonably expect to do between 60 and 85 miles. Gotcha. I mean, that's, you know, parking Vertical. the truck, start hiking, and then hike back to the truck. Vertical miles? Vertical yeah. miles. <laughs> hey, there it is. So you start at the bottom of the Laurentian the, abyss. It rains the whole time, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we don't have boots. Yeah. <laughs> Very traditional. Yeah. Well, speaking of rivers, yeah. I know Tanner had a pretty good encounter in a river in Alaska. Yeah. Sunk a, a ranger. <laughs> like a, a side by side, yeah. We How were bad? going bad, man, yeah. like real bad. Uh, we were trying to get a client across the river to hunt moose, and so it was my hunter. Another guide had already taken the ranger across the river. You know, you kind of pick and forth through the riffles and sandbars and shit like that. Uh, but it had been raining for like four or five days. So the rain itself melting the glacier and then the rainwater, in addition to that, kind of doubled up. The river is gigantic, swollen up. Yeah. Um, so we're picking our way down this riffle and we kind of start going actually like parallel to the river. And he's like, yeah, yeah, this is the route I took earlier. Super good dude, by the way, dri driving, yeah. uh, teetering down this riffle and then the fucking bottom just goes whoop. And we just started floating like, <laughs> like a little tugboat. And Danny's like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Trying to switch the key off so it doesn't flood. Didn't work. Engine flooded. <laughs> the whole thing just goes and just sits on the bottom of the river. and. We're like, it's like that Simpsons meme, like, I'm in danger. <laughs> danger, <laughs> danger, yeah. And uh, I was sitting on the outside of the cab, so I jumped out, threw my pack on top, and uh, I jumped in the river and swam over, got on a sandbar like probably 20 yards away, and I, my client and Danny are <laughs> standing on top of the ranger in the middle of the river. And I was like, hey, there's, you know, they, they pulled some paracord out of my pack, yada, 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 and I, I pulled them across. Uh, and then we had to walk like four miles back to camp and break the news to my boss that we just fucked up his $30,000 ranger. How'd he handle that? He was actually pretty cool about it. He's like, yeah, well, f what? Really? <laughs> it's got, it's sunk. Like it doesn't work anymore. And really? Okay. Uh, well, well, we'll get another one. Uh, and he was super cool about it. But that spring, so the glacier, you know, is very silty. That yeah. water's just like chocolate milk yeah so silt starts burying this thing and we can see it i'm still moose hunting over the next few days and i can glass down there i'm like oh fuck i don't even want to look at it because it's just full of mud <laughs> Could they get it out yeah that spring they went and uh used a come along like 200 yards away off a tree and and pulled it out with a come along and then built a tent over it to get it started again you yeah. know it was negative 20 or whatever negative 30 in the alaska range uh but still use the thing to this day it, it hiccups every now and then but I have Still a pretty good. similar story, um, not with the Ranger, with Harder, with the Argo. Um, oh, yeah. So I'd, I'd obviously watched Jim Shockey a few times with the Argos. I don't fucking shit about an Argo, but he said they can float, drive them across the lake or right. whatever. So, of course. They're amphibious. Yeah. So um, we tried to drive across the river, and uh, everything was going smooth right until the point the tires didn't touch and you hit the actual... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not mint. They're not amphibious. That fucker <laughs> just spun in circles for a long ways. You know, yeah. you can imagine me and Harder, whoa, whoa, spinning in circles. <laughs> and it's teetery as a motherfucker. So occasionally you're catching a boulder and it's just fuck, boom, rocks. And Harder's like, this isn't good. This isn't <laughs> can't good. row them either. No. And finally, thank God, it, it ends up going on the bank and kind of goes up on the three tires on one side. And then it, the current catches it, it spins, hits the ground, and I floored it and went uh -huh. on. And I'm like... 
Yeah, Jim Shockey's full of shit. Fuck these things. Like, oh, wow. He's got a way better yeah. one than I do. Yeah. yeah, his shit must have some, something going on down below. Some below. Helium. You can deploy some shit out the bottom because I literally, we got it into a pond once and same thing. I'm like, oh, we should be able to just, yeah, no. No. no fuck that. No, no, not not a fan of the, the Argos. They will go anywhere, but man, when they break, that's the other problem. Yeah, you got to be a master yeah. at fixing those things. Yeah. Well, we had that, uh, the one guy, um, big strong kid is in whatever apprentice that fucker was so strong on the four-wheeler he got it stuck he bent the steering column <laughs> trying to get it out patrick the kid bit close grip bench press 500 pounds oh yeah like i know what you're talking about old. he's a big old boy big he bent the steering column so when you were driving forward it was actually an angle to get you all fucked up it's like cutting the whiskers off of one side of a cat <laughs> <laughs> i'm like how the Best fuck time ever the strength this kid had was just ridiculous but yeah between breaking down argos and four-wheelers i'm like yeah i can see why Kinda a horse nice or a helicopter yeah exactly like jesus i don't want to use anything mechanical anymore because back there it's Pretty expensive. You're on your own. Yeah. You're not going to get it fixed overnight. No. We took that, yeah, we took that same razor on a uh, spring bear hunt and the rivers and creeks get pretty swollen too. So like half the time when we would cross shit, it was still on wheels too. Like we, and he eventually ended up getting tracks for it, which yeah. improves it for sure. But uh, I just run across the river and hook the winch up and pretty much winch all the way across. Cause yeah, if you get stuck, you're just fucked. Yeah. No. And plus you can like flooding them or whatever is another yeah. thing. It's better if you winch it cause you just leave it off. Yeah. You don't have to worry just about shit sucking up the exhaust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what another thing that happened is, uh, drove the four wheeler in and rather than leave it running, the moment you turn it off, it sucks what? up air or sucks water up the exhaust and gets into the engine and the first thing he did is fucking shut it off i'm like no fuck we're uh -oh. screwed <laughs> and and clay is not the the normal i i mean if you can get yelled at you're good um but he's gonna yell like you you know he's gonna yell like there's no way around it and there's gonna be some idiots and shit flying across the board and so i'm like uh rock paper scissors for who tells clay <laughs> why don't you tell him and i'm like because uh, i didn't do it I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking the fall for this one you dickheads <laughs> oh lord frank no comments nope <laughs> I was gonna good say, stories I, i've never floated one but i watched my old man in wyoming two two or three years ago flip a ATV we were hunting mule deer and he shot a pretty good buck and we were like you know we're staying at the ranch just down the road well I'll go get the ATV and drive it up here and like one of the ranchers wives is like a whole family thing it's like I wouldn't drive that up there like I'll go slow it'll be okay so I get it up there empty and we're like you know like we can hang it up at the in the barn there that's we're gonna throw the entire muley on the front rack here <laughs> this like little Honda 450 did it flip forward? No, no. Oh. So we put this whole deer, the entire thing, it probably weighed 270, 280 pounds. Like we didn't take guts out or nothing. And my, my old man's like, hey, it's pretty bumpy. I'll drive it. You just follow. I was like, all right, cool. So I'm like on my phone doing whatever. And then I hear, oh, shit. And my old man's just going sideways and the ATV's coming down on top of him. Oh, shit. And it like missed his, it like hit like the fat part of his calf. So it like didn't hit bone or anything. So I like go running up there and like lift it as hard as I can, get it like two inches up and he can like get his leg out and then we ended up just like rolling it farther down the hill to flip it <laughs> <laughs> and then it worked and like we were sitting there like damn that, that probably wasn't good but that's i mean fine. there's no way to the chance as long as it didn't like, suck up a bunch of water what's it I mean, there's no way that's going to happen again so we, he ends up driving it out we get it all the way back out and we take this deer off there and i start looking at it and the front rack was like rated for like 60 pounds like oh, oh we were only like four or five <laughs> times over the weight limit on it uh, i don't sure. know how that happened yeah <laughs> it's better to just stay away from machinery your feet are safer that ain't no <laughs> shit you drove your uh 
forerunner up to where you shot your buck this year, right? Just <laughs> <like shit>. yeah. <laughs> roll down the hill. We did have to use the winch a little bit for the old bison oh, fiasco. Oh that was a, uh, yeah. You finally got to use your winch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Where's the instructions you, for this yeah, thing? Yeah, you weren't there, Tanner, but your old man and your brother were obviously, but I guess you can tell that story. We were yeah. guiding for Alex out there on the plains for antelope. Me and Frank were and a bunch of other guys and ended up shooting antelope. And then these guys that were hunting with us were really had a hankering to shoot some buffalo. So it course. ended up cutting a couple checks for some buffalo, and they ended up shooting these, like, three, or no. I showed up, and they had one dead. And then uh, we drove down there into the creek bottom because we needed six guys to roll it over for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so they end up getting, and then they shoot another one while we're down there, or before we got down there. So then there's two dead 10-year-old bulls, which I don't know if everyone knows this. They're pretty big. Well, you can um, see by the size of their nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so they huge. We, they ended up whatever forklift or front loader they had. They ended up chaining up two of these buffalo. I don't know. They probably weighed two thousand pounds or something. I don't know how much buffalo weighs, but they had two of them at one time on this front loader and drove it out of the creek. And they just dropped them on the ground, and everyone's kind of looking around. They're like, "Well, uh, I guess we'll start skinning these things." Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Dressing a bison with a Taito knife and a couple of folder knives. Yeah, I figured we were in trouble when I pulled out my Ingram bird and trout little thing. I can take apart an elk, no problem. And then I pull it out, and the ranch owner looks at me. He's like, what are you going to do with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's I'm like gonna, a I'm gonna chainsaw a, and machete job. I'm going to make a run at it, I guess. And then while we're skinning those two, they end up shooting a third one. Jesus. We, I'm not kidding. We skinned for like seven hours nonstop. All for three buffalo tongues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, that kind of cured me of any desire I ever had of shooting a buffalo. I'm good on that. that that's going to be a no for me. I'll I don't watch. Know. As long as I don't have to skin no, it. I won't even watch now. I oh. thought I was just watching on that. My dad has uh, PTSD from that. Your old man was... He's pretty sad pissed. about it he was still. fairly pissed off. That was one of the angrier times I've seen him. If you ever him. see somebody wanting to shoot a buffalo, you just run. <laughs> <laughs> just go home. Yeah, yeah. the best part was Cody that he might have been the most pissed off. At yeah, yeah, he's, it was he's funny we dropped those buffalo off, and the hunters kind of looked at Frank. We're like, can we go into town and buy some food? So Frank yeah, ended up having a chauffeur. He had to chauffeur these guys into whatever tiny town it was. And like, the rest of us were standing around like, okay. I don't speak <laughs> Spanish, and I heard a... Uh, Bullshit. Pinche gringo a lot. Yeah, I heard, that a couple, me. I heard that a couple times. Really? After you guys just drove them around, used your fucking guns to shoot a bunch of antelope. I shot right? at a bunch of antelope. I, a bunch of I antelope. got them on five different bucks in one day. And you then, missed all of them with my rifle. Which and then I held know their hand their and skinned their buffalo, and they still wanted to call you fucking white boys? Oh, yeah. What yeah. the Pinche. hell? At least it wasn't Gordo. Pussy white boys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Pinche gringos. Yeah. I heard that a couple times. And that's when I figured out the guide life was not for me. <laughs> God damn. I can't say I've ever had anything that bad in Alaska. <laughs> it, was a, it was an experience, but I, we had, uh, I think, the first guy that shot his antelope. They were like 150, 200 yards, and he's like, I'd really like to get closer. I'm like, <laughs> do you fucking see anything around here we can hide behind? Because if you do, let me know. Oh, there's that anthill right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I got to go up front with and help these guys so you guys finish up. Come grab me when you're done. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. We can wrap no, yeah, up now. I guess yeah. how long we've we been going here for. Um, One hour and 26 minutes yeah. of pure fun. Wow. Any last words for you gentlemen? Uh, any hate mail that you feel needs to be directed towards Aaron and Frank, just go ahead and forward that on to TSD. Actually, you know what? 
probably be easier is if you just write it out in paper. Uh-huh. Uh, I like this. I crumple know this it up a little bit. Yep. Yep. Lay on one side. <laughs> uh, kind of raise your leg up a little bit and then just slowly insert it into your rectum because that's going to do about as much good as it would do sending it to me or Kyle. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's a good. I'm going to have to remember that. We, we actually can have Bender draw out a step by step. Yeah. Can we get that animated? <laughs> you guys, do you know what a plexiotomy is? I uh, don't like a, the sound of it. It's a glass belly button so you can shoot with your head up your ass. You need oh. to remember that in Alaska. So, yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Like, it's a, you can look it up. It's a real thing. I'm not shitting you. Not the shooting with your head up your ass part, but the glass belly button. Yeah. Wow. Plexiotomy. Henry Ferguson told me that, um, I think, after his buddy missed like six times. He's like, you need awesome. a plexiotomy. So, yeah. All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>